Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Liverpool Comedy Improv Cast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and today's guest is the super talented and super chilled Mart Gordon. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher and wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. Now it's time to go off script and find out Mart's true story about making stuff up. And please welcome this week's guest. It's Mart. Welcome, Mart. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm really good and I'm super excited for this chat. Oh, thank you very much. Me too. It's been uh, been a while that I've been wanting to speak to you because I've been listening to all the podcasts that you've been doing. It's been absolutely wonderful. Oh, well, I'm glad you've enjoyed them. Thanks. And I hope you look forward to listening to your own episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, do you know, it's, it's a funny thing. I'm, 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 I'm always wary of listening to myself um, <laughs> on podcasts that I've done in the past. And so I'm, I might I might give it a listen, but I'll, I might give it some love as well. Excellent. So, Let's jump straight into improv to begin with and find out what your improv journey is. Oh, my improv journey. It's it's quite a long story in a way. Um, I've always had a fascination with ideas um, and and the kind of sort of creative process of, of coming up with fresh ideas. Um, and so I've always been looking out for that and you know, I've worked, whether it's been in the music industry and design, all these different uh, sort of creative uh, industries that I've worked yeah. within, um, including theatre and so on as well. Um, and I've kind of been looking for where do ideas come from? And the weirdest thing I've found is improv is <laughs> it's like a it's like having your own ideas factory. Um, yeah. But the great thing is because it's really taught me that um, – opening up to other people's ideas makes your ideas flow uh, even more so. And so it's, it's an interesting point where, um, where you do open up to other people's ideas and want to support their ideas yeah. into, into being makes you have even better ideas. And you're, I mean, you're always building on top of each other's ideas anyway. And so, um, so that led me into, um, checking out improv due to a guy mentioning it to me when I used to live in Brighton, a guy called right. Matt Matheson, who's a lovely fella. Uh, and he mentioned it to me uh, down there and said I should really get involved. And um, as serendipitous as this is, I started then looking into it when I once I moved to Liverpool and came across um, Liverpool Comedy Improv and the, uh, the wonderful Emma, Emma Bird. And... I live in West Kirby now on Wirral and right. uh, just um, she started doing some some uh, drop-in sessions. Uh, I think it was on a Wednesday night. I can't remember now in uh, in Hoylake, oh, okay. which is just a short walk from my house. So, um, so I started going over to, to her sessions and um, started doing some courses with her and all those sorts of things. Yeah. And then I mentioned it to her one time that, oh, yeah, a friend of mine, Matt Matheson, said I should get involved. She's like, oh, I know Matt. I used to live in Brighton. <laughs> so this whole <laughs> serendipitous um, conversation wow. happened where, yeah, we, we have uh, friends in common from years back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would have been uh, probably about 2016, something like that. Okay. So were you aware of improv in general before it got brought up to you in that conversation? Only the kind of um, who's lying type stuff, really. Yeah. Uh, from uh, from it being on TV on Channel Four in the in the early nineties, uh, especially. Um, used to watch it all the time back then, um, and I really loved it. I just thought it was incredible. Uh, yeah. The kind of the comedic stuff that came up from it, and uh, and who doesn't love funny? You know, well, some people don't weirdly enough, but you know. Uh, <laughs> kind of like um i like seeing short form like that that's really yeah. funny and the structures that were involved um because i think the structures in short form really help to free up the the the, the brain in a way to to kind of um, come up with all these 
different weird and wonderful ideas and things that can come completely out of left field, which can be the most hilarious as well. Yeah. So you've mentioned short form there. How long into your improv journey was it before you started to discover other forms of improv? I'd probably been doing it for about a year or so. And then um, I remember doing a drop-in over in Liverpool um, at the Pilgrim, um, pub on Pilgrim Street. And uh, I think we were playing a game of press conference. Right. Um, And so if memory serves me correctly, I think Dave Elliott was um, giving the press conference and we were all like the press corps doing questions. And I decided that this time I was going in with a really defined idea of a character in my mind of who I was going to be. And so I ended up being an eight-year-old boy (laughs) and just asking silly questions that an eight-year-old might come up with uh, and kind of really trying to play it as, you know, this is an eight-year-old boy who's, Who's, yeah. who's on the press call. So he's got to be a little bit geeky, also <laughs> a little bit sort of, uh, it's got to be a slightly silly question that an eight-year-old might ask because yeah. their, their frames of reference are so, are so much different than an adults and all those sorts of things. And once I'd made the decision to be that character, I was like, everything else was easy because all the decisions are kind of given a structure. Um, yeah. at that point. Let's go back to structure again. Um, and I mentioned it to Emma and she said, oh, you might enjoy doing some long form. I've got this long form course coming up. So uh, I got involved on uh, one of the long form courses. And then um, at the end of that, we had a little show. Um, and uh, David Escobedo mentioned after the show that we should put a team together, uh, some of us from the, from the course. And um, and that's what became the the team i uh, i joined um broken chair improv co-founded i suppose with uh yeah. along with um uh six other great great improvisers now broken chair improv i think are actually my very first experience of long form improv oh really yeah because i was at the Periscope Up night, the oh, night yes. be- the night before lockdown, and I was very fortunate to have the opportunity to play some short form games at the start of the show. And I let some of the the group from the Monday nights join in, and there was Broken Chair Improv, there was Boss Birds, and then there was a really good act that I, their name always escapes me, but they were a duo. Uh, a male and a female and they put on a great show Mm. and it was really intense. So like that whole night to me, improv to me to that point was just short form comedy. Then after our short form games were done, I was like, wow, what's all of this stuff? Who are all of these incredible people doing all of this incredible stuff before my eyes? And yeah, so I think the night went broken chair, then boss birds, and then this other group. So broken chair were actually my first experience of, what long form improv is yeah oh, that's good so uh, it's it's nice to uh to have that kind of in your history as well because um that's one of the things i really like about um what's coming out of lci at the moment is um now we've, we've there's two teams that have been birthed out of lci with uh with your team the oikers yeah. which i do want to ask you at some point whether you <laughs> <laughs> got the t-shirt excellent um i want to ask you where the name come from came from on that at some point um so we'll uh we'll we'll get to that but um yeah i think it's it's interesting because i i i hadn't really considered long form at all when i first started doing it because yeah um, because part of what i do uh for a living is uh help facilitate for various companies um um, problem solving and solutions finding okay um and i do it generally using um uh structures of play and improv works really well for it especially when you're trying to get people to um be more collaborative in their thinking yeah uh, and uh enabling people to to listen so that not 
just the usual people in the room are talking. The other uh, the other elements I use, um, I'm a certified uh, Lego Serious Play practitioner, which is brilliant. Wow. So uh, I can turn up with a, a bunch of Lego and and we can search for solutions in the room and and uh, listen to everybody in the room. And that that's a fascinating structure, but that's quite a, a deep rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll bank that for another time as well. Um, and once I started playing around with long form, I found the, there was all of this gold in there, various different formats that you can play around with. Yeah. Um, and the very first time we performed as a as a team, we hadn't even got together as a team at this point. It was at the end of our first long form course, and we did a a little session a few years ago in um, um, Hope Street Theatre. And uh, Wigan Casino were on the the same bill, right. and so there were a few people there from Wigan Casino, and they did um, a format called the Invocation, and they really leaned into it. So they had candles, and it was it was right. all very kind of almost almost spooky, <laughs> but it was so absorbing. They really leaned into it, and it really made me like prick up and 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 sit up and go hang on, I didn't even know this was possible. This is yeah. like really something else. And I, it opened uh, my eyes to actually checking out all these other things that you can you can do with uh, with long form that are really quite interesting. And so you have um, geo forms and, and team forms where people actually play within a genre or even like, um, yeah. like um, uh I can't remember what Dave Elliott's and Dave Escobedo's uh, team are called. I think it's Mischief Managed. Yeah. Um, they're in. Um, and they play within that Harry Potter sphere. Yeah. And um, I think that's absolutely fascinating that you, you've already got a load of frames of reference that make it so much easier to build a really strong narrative. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like that. That's what's really attracted me to, to long form, building these strong narratives finding the, the ways to do it how do you feel if you're in a scene and the suggestion comes in and you've got no idea really what that world is that's been suggested do you just love that challenge or i think um i've got more and more relaxed with this as it's gone on actually yeah this idea of of not knowing um and being uncertain letting things emerge um which is great for, for me because that's what I tell everybody professionally to do as well. <laughs> uh, so, I, 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 and I can see that that's um, a, a great area to be in because when you're letting things emerge like that, um, you can really lean on your partners in the scene um, and your team um, to come up with something as well. If you, if you sometimes can't, just can't come up with anything, there will be something that comes out from from one of your team. Um, it's it's going to be very rare that you get. I mean, we've got eight <laughs> members of the team now. It's going to be very rare that we'll get to a point where we can't. Not one of us can come up with an idea. Yeah. And as a team, have you been able to successfully navigate the pandemic and and keep meeting up? Well, yeah. Um, until fairly recently, we were doing uh, doing fairly well, but it's uh, there's a, a lot of Zoom fatigue out there, so it's really difficult for people to spend all day on Zoom meetings um, during the day um, at work and so on, and then jump back on Zoom for for the evening. So it's it's kind of made quite hard for uh, quite a few of our team. Yeah, but hopefully there's there's like the end of the time when we can start meeting up again either outside or we're looking to get back into um, the uh, the bunker, the room below Liverpool Arts Bar um, to do some rehearsals. Um, so hopefully um, that will be uh, all happening fairly soon. But yeah, it's it's been fairly recently that the, the amount of rehearsals have kind of calmed yeah. down quite a lot just due to it feeling like for some, for some of us, it feels like, yeah, we're, we're going through the motions perhaps or, or something like that um and some of the love has been lost because of it um but the interesting thing for me personally is i can understand that point of view but for me personally i found that 
online has worked quite well, specifically going into um, being coached and, and yeah. going in through lessons and, and learning online. I think that works really well for me um, because you can also, you can learn from somebody from, like we had a great coaching session a while back um, from Rich Baker right. from um, out in California. Um, and so that's, that wouldn't have happened if, uh, if we weren't able to do stuff online. Um, the, the funny thing for him being that, you know, he's just had breakfast and then he's got these lunatics from Liverpool and the surrounding areas um on a zoom call whereas we're all kind of <laughs> get ready for bed <laughs> yeah i think i i remember very early on in lockdown and i was just in one of the regular lci sessions and there was someone in new zealand and i was like wow that was like my first experience of oh there's someone in a completely different country and not just a completely different country he's on the other side of the world he was getting up he just had his breakfast and there there we were in the evening and that blew my mind and then from there it's it's just exploded in terms of the people i've been able to work with yeah yeah indeed but for new zealand that's brilliant because he's going to be on a different day as well yeah <laughs> so uh i'll be able to tell you what the future is like uh, <laughs> so um yeah that's 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 really cool to be able to do stuff like that um because we've we've played with um, some teams from India, uh, and uh, obviously done quite a bit with people from from the uh, United States as well. Yeah. Um, in fact, I've just finished Will Hines' um, course that he did for LCI of finding the game, and it was absolutely fascinating because you had you were able to play with Will Hines himself was was just an absolute joy, and the guy is wonderful because he makes it feel really simple and he uh, boils everything down to the real sort of simplicity of of uh, long form stuff and finding the game is you know um all those kind of things we would mention like coming in yeah. nothing and and uh, and and, uh, and relying on scene partners and and building that kind of relationship and so on um and then we had like people like uh, charlotte Brianna brown on the same course and she's a joy to watch uh, as well as let alone play with she's just so um, wonderful as a performer Um, and so I've had these experiences with uh, these people Stephanie Ray uh, was fantastic when she did a a mid-form course um, or session a a while back Uh, and that really opened my eyes up to how how we can use um, uh, Zoom to to do improv um, yeah. in a kind of different format, really, and embrace it as well, because you know it's um, it's worth kind of pointing out that we are in a different format. This isn't a theatre, um, so we can play around with it. Um, and actually, there was one time when we were doing something with a, uh, a team from India, whose name escapes me right now because I'm having a bit of a brain fade. Um, but they they were they were fascinating as a team um and one of the things they did um was use the technology so ah. we were playing a, a couple of games where we were doing um uh the game which you have uh, a fairly natural scene and then you have uh, the same scene being played by other people um having different um emotional levels or whatever it might be and so in one scene we were we were supposed to be in space and so they this guy used the technology and his uh his better knowledge of technology than any of us (laughs) to turn his screen upside down so he was kind of more uh, ethereal (laughs) floating in in zero gravity Um, and so these kind of things i think can be really uh, embraced for uh online I love seeing that there's so many different groups doing different things. And I, I, I've watched a lot of the nursery garden parties where they've had different groups coming on and doing mm-hmm. a 30 minute session. And then another group does a 30 minute session. And I think that's been a great way to sort of shine a spotlight on just how many different ideas there are out there for how to run a troop. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. And, uh, yeah. I've, I've seen a few of those myself and they are, absolutely fascinating um 
to see all these different performers from all around the world as well. It's um, it's it's made the the kind of online the global community come together um, and feel like this thing's much bigger than we actually realised because we we're only doing it in our local area generally. Yeah. Prior to that, um, so hopefully it's going to be something that uh, gives a lasting benefit to to improv in general. Yeah, I think so. The the community has opened up so much that I just, even if the world does get back to some kind of normal, I I can't see it going away because people are not going to want to lose these connections. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and um, I mean, I the thing I love the most out of all of this is that one of your teammates is now known as the mayor of improv. Yeah, because I I just love <laughs> that Mark has been so supportive that everyone's recognised that yeah that's really cool and he's so humble as well and he's just (laughs) just such a lovely like presence to to be around every week when we have our oika sessions together Uh, you know the whole team just just lovely people that i'm just so pleased that improv has given me like these excellent people to just spend time with yeah yeah it's uh it is good isn't it and um that's why I was really pleased to see um, all these kind of other teams forming, like the Oikers have come together. Because I, I was on a, a course with you guys um, yeah. back in autumn last year. And um, it was great to be on that course with you guys. Um, I just didn't have enough time to carry on yeah. being there. Um, but it, when I saw you'd all kind of co- coalesced into this <laughs> uh, this team, I was like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. Because there's so much fun to be had from you lot. Yeah, and I think I think we all just love short form silliness. We we just love the lighthearted side of improv, I think. Mm. And yeah, it's it's just a, a wonderful so we meet every Wednesday and it, it's the highlight of my week generally. Excellent. That is good. And, uh, the other good thing with it would, would be that um, once we are able to get together back in, in real life, yeah, uh, so to speak, we'll, um, we'll be able to do some smash stuff between our teams as well. Oh, definitely. Really good. Um, we, we did a, we did have Mark over for a play in one of our rehearsals a long while back. We actually, I think we've got it on YouTube, actually, we videoed it because we did a slacker and, and Mark just slot, slotted in. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Slacker. It's a um, Richard Linklater movie from the early 90s. Might even be late 80s. And um, the film's a really interesting premise because it's shot in a day in, I want to say Phoenix, Arizona, or where's south by southwest usually held i think Ooh. it's down that way somewhere. yeah i think it's that way somewhere yeah um anyway so the 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 film shot wherever south by southwest is held and um it's uh the premise is that you're following this these people are doing whatever they're doing going to a shop they have a um a kind of interesting um transaction happen or whatever um and the first person to leave the frame the camera follows them Okay, and so this goes on for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever the film is, and it's so it's quite interesting because it's just these all these little vignettes of something happening, um, and so a slacker is a similar long form thing where okay. the first person to leave the stage starts the next scene essentially, right. um, and so we love playing a slacker. Um, it's not really our main uh, main format, but we 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 kind of go and play with it again. It's like going back to an old friend, really. Um, and we were playing this one with Mark and it was just such a wonderful one. And um, the good thing with slackers is sometimes they can come full circle and you can reference something that was from right from the beginning as almost like a a, a punchline. Yeah. And so it kind of has that almost uh, sort of short form within a long form thing going on because there's a, a possibility of a punchline. <laughs> um, so it kind of really love that kind of thing and when it comes to sort of running your broken chair sessions how how does it work as a group do you take turns to to come in with suggestions for this and that or is there someone that takes the lead role on a regular basis 
Well, actually, yeah, it's it's all been always been taking turns. Um, so we we've tried to keep it a quite an autonomous group, and we're we're able to all pitch in whenever we can and, yeah. and lead sessions. Um, and so generally, it it usually revolves um, the um, so that it's a different person each week. Um, but lately, because um, some of us have been doing various different um, different uh, lessons online with various people, um, we kind of brought that to ah oh, cool to, uh, to some of the sessions as well. Um, but yeah, usually we're we're quite good with it in in putting together like a, a full program for a two hour rehearsal or whatever it might be. Excellent. Um, but they, usually in real life they always start with uh, a game of keepy uppy with uh, our little soft baseball, um, which has been lovingly named Betty uh, <laughs> by, by Jamie. I think Jamie named, named Betty the baseball. And so usually uh, on our Thursday, little whimsical uh, images that we put out as a team each Thursday, uh, there's usually a Betty in there somewhere. Uh, unless it's been forgotten to put in which uh, a few times that has happened uh i want to speak to you about about those actually about those oh. uh, excellent movie posters and betty was very much prominent in the most recent one i believe <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yeah we, we went full civil war <laughs> so uh for anyone that's listening that isn't aware just just talk us through what we're talking about right now well, we just felt that because we actually rehearse on a Thursday evening. So we, we decided that Thursday would be a renamed Chairs Day uh, in honour of our team being Broken Chair Improv. And um, so we thought, well, actually, maybe we should make it easier on ourselves for um, remembering to do uh, online posts and uh, and sort of social media and all that sort of stuff. Perhaps we should... Um, just do that every Thursday as well. Make sure we've got a post to go every Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we we're coming up with ideas what to do, and um, it just uh, it just escalated into creating these posters. I think the first one was um, an Adams family one, and uh, we just got all of the Adams family together and uh, and basically replaced um, each person in the Adams family's face with one of our faces. <laughs> um, I think. And drew the short straw and was uh, was cousin it in that one. Um, <laughs> so apologies to Ange for that. Um, and we just had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I had a, a bit of a beard on me at the time when we had the photos for that one. So uh, right. uh, I was Wednesday Adams <laughs> with the beard, <laughs> and I've done the same to Jamie because he, he's got a beard in the um, in a fairly recent one. We did a skit on um, we bought a zoo. Yeah. And the, the little girl in that and uh, <laughs> I, I put Jane's face on her and so you got this little six-year-old adorable girl with this beard <laughs> Which, <laughs> oh yeah I just do these things for self-amusement sometimes but um I'm, what I'm really trying to do is amuse the team um and uh so it's it's all a bit of fun and then uh I throw it over to to the rest of the team um to either come up with ideas for things we can do right. so throw ideas at me can we do this can we do that um so the actually the uh the one we did for david escobedo um back in february i think it was was um an idea that came from Ange um to do a um oh man what's the name of the film the lady gaga movie that she that, that won oscars and all that sort of oh, stuff oh yeah uh <laughs> i'm having such a brain fade tonight. i can't think a star is born yeah 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 so um we did that we did it in uh with uh monica and david escovedo on it um, <laughs> because uh they just announced that um there, there would be a, a young uh a young escovedo coming along yeah fairly imminently and um so we did a chair is born basically laying claim to um they're the offspring of David and Monica Escobedo, <laughs> who are phenomenal uh, improvisers um, and teachers. Uh, we, we've laid claim to, to, uh, to their offspring joining our team, so. <laughs> 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 which is uh, pretty presumptuous of us. So you're the person that makes the posters. Well, I just do a bit of design work and putting them together, really, um, and just cutting out faces and sticking them on. 
uh, <laughs> and making them look. The only thing with it is I don't really like doing my own face that much. So we had this idea of doing a kind of spotlight on each of the members of the team. Ah, yeah. um, my favourite one that I did for that was um, was uh, Mike Michael Lean. Uh, I did a Magic Mike one where he's all <laughs> the characters on the on the poster uh, with uh, his Michael McConaughey and uh, Channing Tatum muscles. <laughs> so uh, that was my favourite one. But then they they'd all realised that I, I hadn't had one, so they uh, were saying, oh, "You've got to do one for yourself." Um, and I really didn't know what to do with it, so I stuck my head on um, the '90s movie Scandal, which is about the Profumo <laughs> affair. And it's got Catherine Keeler the, uh, from the Profumo Affair naked, straddled over a chair so you don't see anything. <laughs> and my head on it. And it's just like, <laughs> it's, yeah, just strange. <laughs> just because I don't really like doing it. But uh, it's more, it's most apparent in one we did fairly recently for the Avengers. If you go back through them, um, there's uh, an Avengers poster, which has got all of us in, which is great to find one where we can put every single person from yeah. the team in. And they all look like they're in like a superhero poster. They're all kind of posed <laughs> with great facial expressions. And I look like I've won a competition to be there. <laughs> it really is quite funny. And do you have like a history in design at all? Is it part of your job? Well, yeah, I've, I've worked in design uh, for, for a couple of decades now, really. Um, strangely I, I kind of fell into it i um my background is music really um i did music at university uh well i did music at college in newcastle and then decided to jump on to music production uh, okay. recording studio kind of stuff awesome. so i did sound technology at lipper um, when it first opened uh, in liverpool um and then once i'd finished that i moved down to uh, brighton and started working for a recording a couple of recording studios down that way um, and then got a job for Ministry of Sound, <laughs> wow. uh, putting a lot of mixes online, that sort of thing, and then ended up falling into doing some design work for them and just found an affinity for, I'd already always played around with with uh, kind of doing digital art and things like that as much as I could um, and did it for part of my degree because uh, I had to make, um, my uh, my dissertation was interactive music, so mm-hmm. I had to make kind of some programs using uh, CD-ROM uh, language and something called, oh, quick, yeah, not quick time, Shockwave at the time. Um, and so I was using Shockwave to make all these different um, interactive music things. So I had to kind of design them and, and, and play around with them. And so I kind of fell into design that way and became a really big fan of, of playing around with, uh, with various design. But um, I don't really spend an awful lot of time on the the images, so some of them come out really, really well. Some of them, not so much. You know, some of them are, are pretty ropey. <laughs> um, but they're always a lot of fun to do. Am I right in thinking that the current LCI design has got something to do with you? Yeah, uh, the the new branding. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I put that together uh, uh, a little while ago for. Uh, well, I was just playing around with uh, Liverpool Skyline and uh, and how you can use it in design. And um, and Emma's logo has always been really colourful. So I'd yeah. made this colourful sort of skyline and and just put Liverpool Comedy Improv with it. And <laughs> you know, I'll throw that at Emma and see what she thinks. And um, yeah, and she's really run with it. And so it's I love to see it on on t-shirts and, and mugs and and whatever else she's putting it on um and uh it's i just like i think it's great that she's uh she's got this new sort of branding and and it's uh enabling her to to kind of launch some more more things from it really hopefully. yeah it's a great design i have a t-shirt myself oh excellent so I, I get to walk around in your artwork Oh, thanks very much. Um, yeah, I, I really kind of, um, I kind of like that. I, I used to work with a company um, uh, years ago uh, in Brighton uh, I, when I first set up my own company. I was sharing an office with these guys who um, were a couple of designers and uh, we did a lot of work together. And so I started working with them on 
then building a, a kind of side gig, which has uh, ended up being a bicycle um, cycling clothing uh, and so right. on. Um, and so they started off from like, you know, 500 quid that they chipped in themselves to get some t-shirts printed essentially. because they realized that with cycling clothing, uh, there was none of the, you know, how back in the late nineties, early two thousands, surf branded clothing was all over the place and yeah. t-shirt and, and all that sort of stuff. And so when you weren't wearing a wetsuit, you could be hanging out in clothing and kind of made you feel part of the, the, uh, the surfing tribe. They were, yeah. they were thinking the same is not true for, for cycling. So they created this, um, this brand called more Velo. And so I just worked with them for ages on that and learned a lot of things about, um, designing for, for, for t-shirts and so on from those guys because they're, they're absolutely incredible but they're steeped in like skateboard culture and hip-hop and uh all these sorts of things that i've always been on the fringes of and really yeah. wanted to get properly into a lot more <laughs> uh, so they they're just ultra cool <laughs> awesome and thinking of branding uh i love names for things and how names come about and you said you wanted to ask about the oikas and how that came about yeah but before we get to that, can we just talk about how Broken Chair came about? How was that name uh, birthed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's actually from our very first long form um, course that we all did together. We're not probably probably not from the first week of it, but at some point <laughs> we were sitting in the um, uh, this building that's uh, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's, it's um, it was a building that was being done up by um, a, a a building company that kind of takes these old buildings and redoes them up for to be used for really nice offices for okay. for various companies, um, and um, they they'd taken on this building in Liverpool, and so they had this whole floor that was kind of stripped back to concrete, really. And so we were allowed to use it for a while um, to to do some uh, sessions in. So big, nice open spaces, yeah. really good space yeah. to use. And so we we're in there for um, all of these sessions. And there was one thing we were doing, which was a scene where everybody's in it. So it's um, it's not a montage. What's it called? I can't remember the the the, the term for it. I'm having a terrible brain fade tonight. <laughs> um, so this whole scene is going on and there's a bit where Andrew and I, and Andrew is so much fun to play with because she just, uh, as soon as you kind of get onto a vibe, she's there and she's, she's uh, amplifying this vibe or this emotion or whatever it might be. Yeah. And so we were the naughty kids in this scene where everybody's <laughs> sitting around a big dinner table kind of thing. And so we're mucking about and, um, and just sort of being irritating towards each other and all those sorts of things that you do with when you've got uh, two little young siblings together or whatever. And uh, so we're kind of mucking about and there's a bit pushing, shoving going on, all that sort of stuff, and taking and the taking each other's space up and complaining that uh, he she's on my side and all that sort of thing. And so I'm leaning over and I'm and and uh, I leaned over to take up too much space and obviously i i put my elbow on the back of andrew's chair and it just went crack <laughs> oops and so um so yeah it's it's from that that um we ended up being named but it's a it's an interesting thing because then we tried to get on facebook with the name of the team and there's another team in the states called broken chair ah don't seem to have been a going concern since 2016 or so right. about a year before we we were um on uh, or even conceived really um and so they um they haven't had a post since then but uh, so uh so i think we're safe <laughs> that point of view. Uh, just about that building you mentioned i think i did improv in that building oh yeah emma ran like a six hour afternoon session there yeah. um february of last year i think it was it was literally yeah. about two weeks after my very first improv session <laughs> um oh, i'd fallen in love with it in my first session and i was like what else is available what can i do and then was like oh i've got this course coming up but, uh, like a week on saturday and i was like i'm there put me on it <laughs> and yeah. uh, uh so yeah uh 
just before we finish, I will explain where the Oika's name came from. Yeah. Um, so in the intermediate group that you were a part of, and then you couldn't continue, mm. but we did continue for, we did two more terms together before we became a proper team together. And it was during the second term, there was just a scene and it was the mayor himself, Mark Turpin and me in a scene. And, you know, Emma was asking for suggestions from everyone as, as she, she always does. And people were typing in their suggestions and it was, it was Heather Dickinson's suggestion, I think. And she tried to put in fruit pickers, but it was a typo and she put fruit oikers. <laughs> and Emma just ran with that and said, right, fruit oikers. And then Mark and I created this whole scene about how uh, we were in fruit oiking college and we did this, this really funny scene about oiking and we wanted to be professional fruit oikers and all this kind of stuff. And then that became like the running gag of the night. And then in our little group chat afterwards, I just posted, I think we found our name, everyone. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yes, let, uh, let's do it. The Oikers. And then... Um, the fruit on the... On the uh, yeah. Cool. And we've got like uh, Stu. Stu Hughes is in our team. And he is like a graphic designer. And he just came up with this awesome logo and a website and... He was like, here we go. What, what do you reckon to this? And he's so, he's like so humble. And he's like, I mean, if, if you don't have to have it, like if you don't like it, we can get something else, blah, blah, blah. Whatever he does, he's never willing to accept like the praise for it, but he should because <laughs> he's so talented and he's really funny yeah, as well. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So he created these fun little sort of video intro and outro things and all sorts. And uh, we've got the the whole fruit thing going on. Oh, cool. Yeah, I did wonder where the fruit kind of uh, elements came from. It. That's really cool. I really like um, I really like the name as well because there's nothing else like that. The Oikers, it's like, that's that's very cool. But um, what I really liked was um, seeing that you guys had come together was a, bit, uh, a really good thing for me because uh, when I did the intermediate stuff with you, like, yeah. I was just like, oh, these guys are really tight. They're really cool um, seeing some of the funny stuff come out of it. I mean, how many how many members of the team have you got? Um, it kind of fluctuates a bit, but we're regularly about nine. Mm. And sometimes, sometimes there can be one or two more, uh, or sometimes there can be one yeah. or two less. But yeah, we're generally around about eight or nine for our weekly sessions. Uh, good stuff. That's um, really cool. So yeah, and we are looking to do some more online shows and things. But also, yeah. we're looking ahead to trying to do some in-person shows when when that is acceptable to do. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it'd be, uh, it'd be great to be able to do some stuff as, uh, as a bunch of teams together, really, as well. Yeah, it'd be awesome uh, to try and arrange some shows. Yeah, because that's the funny thing, actually, with um, with all of the the Chairs Day images we've ever done. The one that gained the most um, traction with people, because you can measure all these things in the stats on Facebook, um, was the, we did one that was uh, straight out of Toxteth, which was um, <laughs> our take on the straight out of Compton um, uh, DVD cover. Yeah. Um, and the brilliance of that one is that the the bodies of the people walking in that is the Beatles statue from down on Pier Head. Um, uh -huh. And then I've just replaced all the heads with, the uh, four of us um <laughs> i think it, it was because it was so liverpool based they gained this uh, okay um and so i think you know if we can kind of start putting together like a a, a bunch of stuff together as teams from liverpool coming together to do this uh, this big show uh, and then bringing in uh, other teams from the area to to uh, come in to, as a visiting act yeah I think we might be able to really build a good following for, for improv in the city. Yeah, that would be awesome and uh, so exciting to be a part of. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it would be. So, yeah, we should uh, we should definitely um, investigate that a bit more. We've got yes. some time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, right, I have just seen the time. We need to start uh, wrapping this up, I'm afraid. Okay, yeah. Uh, but just before we go, um, do you want to give uh, a final plug 
to Broken Chair and to anything else you want to plug? Yeah, I mean, Broken Chair, you can you can see us every Thursday. We'll post something on um, on Facebook at uh, forward slash Broken Chair Improv UK. Um, and um, we actually have uh, brokenchairimprov.com as our website, which we've actually put all the old ones on under our news because it's the only news we really have at the moment is, um, <laughs> is, is these silly things. Um, and Ange and Jamie do all the writing on them. And, um, their writing is really, really funny as well. Um, and a big shout out to, to the whole team. The, the team's made up of some of the most talented people I've ever been around just because they throw ideas around all the time. And, uh, and they're so much fun um, to play with. I don't think we've ever had any real kind of fractious moments between us all oh, either. Excellent. Really lovely. So, um, yeah, it's it's great fun to play with them uh, all the time. And so hopefully we, we can get back into the real world because um, I know there's some some members of our team feel much more comfortable face-to-face uh, than, uh, fair enough. than across the, uh, across the uh, digital barrier. I am hoping to actually chat to some more of the team i've been in talks with andre but she's a busy lady so hopefully we'll sort something out soon um but yeah i'd love to try and talk to to some of the others as well yeah 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 it's uh it's really worth talking i mean kate's extremely busy as well and then we've also got dr matt so matt's matthew gould is um is a a doctor so he's Ah. he's been run off his feet for uh well they're always run off their feet, but even more so <laughs> for the last year. Um, yeah. Uh, but Michael Lean is uh, absolutely hilarious to play with. And uh, Jamie is, Jamie's probably got the driest wit I've ever come across. Mm. He's uh, he's super dry. So he'll say something, it'll be hilarious, but you're like, wow, where did that come from? You know, uh, because he's just like uh, really dry with it. And, um, and Jan is just a phenomenal mind for, um all kind of uh pop culture related type of stuff and so it brings a lot of that to it and that can make things really hilarious as well in fact one of my favorite um chairs day things we ever did was uh was yarn as the terminator because he's a big fan of schwarzenegger (laughs) so um did him as the terminator and that came out really well um and actually one of the things i meant to say to you was that because when i'm in a scene and then I finished it, and um, uh, we've we've uh, that's all gone now. Yeah. I can't remember what I've just done. That alone, a year later, be <laughs> referencing stuff from it. Whereas you seem to have this superhuman memory <laughs> for virtually everything you've ever seen. Yeah, it's not everything, Incredible. but I think I'm still just I'm just in awe of all things improv, and when I see scenes that really make me laugh or if i'm in scenes that i I just enjoy being in they just stick with me so there's so much that i have forgotten but there's always things that come along that really stick with me good stuff i'm I'm absolutely in awe of it because my memory is shocking as i've shown (laughs) tonight not remembering virtually anything (laughs) Uh, well the great thing about improv is you don't need a good memory this is true. That's, that's one of the things that appeals to me is I don't have to remember anything when I'm coming into a scene. <laughs> well, I do uh, need to finish. So thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, so, same fear for me. And uh, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to, uh, to talk to me. You're very welcome. Well, thank you very much to Mart. That was a fantastic interview. He's just such a lovely person. He's got such a good energy about him. And I feel like I'd have just, I could have just spoken to him all night long um unfortunately i didn't have time to speak to him all night long and we've got a bit of a time constraint on the podcast but he's someone that i hope to definitely spend a lot more time with in future doing lots of improv and having lots more wonderful chats with i would encourage you to check out broken chair improv they are a fantastic group of improvisers a lovely bunch of people and whether it's online or in person when you get to see them in action you are going to be entertained and you are definitely going to appreciate 
the fact that you took the time to check them out. And if you're going to be checking out troops, don't forget you can check out my troop, which we spoke about there towards the end of the interview, the Oikers. And you can check out Boss Birds. These are all troops that formed through Liverpool Comedy Improv. And I'm just so honoured to be even just a small part of any of that awesomeness. Speaking of Liverpool Comedy Improv, if you're interested in getting into improv or already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene, then all the info you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk. You can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Live Comedy Improv. We have a specific Facebook page for this podcast as well, so please check that out. Search on Facebook for Liverpool Comedy Improvcast. And if you are a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make the arrangements as soon as possible. Even if you've only dipped your toes in, you've been to just one or two sessions, we want to speak to you, we want to know all about you, we want to find out about everybody that is in this wonderful community, no matter how long you've been in it. And don't think, oh, I'm not going to reach out to them because, you know, my story's not very interesting. Your story is interesting and we want to hear it, so please do get in touch. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, as always, I ask and encourage that you give us a five-star review, like and subscribe to the show, because it will really help to give us a boost and help get the show well-known and get our name out there. If you want to check me out on social media, I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for Ian Luke Jones. There's plenty of content for you on my YouTube channel. Go there. What's the worst that can happen? So with all of that said... I want to thank you, as always, for listening and supporting the show. And before we go, I'm going to leave you with these words that are truly wise, wise, wise. Always remember, whatever the situation, to treat life like improv. And yes, and...